Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, November 12th. We are excited about tonight's show. We have uh, Lipstick Nick on with us tonight, but before we speak with her, we're going to uh, turn it over to Denise for some beauty news. Uh, But just remember, if you have questions or comments for tonight's show, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Four three nine nine. I'm going to turn it over to Denise for some beauty news. Good evening, everyone. And again, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. All right. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, Beauty Talk once again. Um, just briefly, I wanted to remind you all, for those of you who are followers of the show and know that we are supporters of uh Pro Beauty, which is the Professional Beauty Association. Just a quick reminder about an event that takes place every year in July, the North American Hairstyling Awards. Um, Just to let you all know that it's going to, um, the deadline, I'm sorry, is going to be uh, February 8th to enter the North American Hairstyling Awards. So if you're interested in um, competing in 2018, uh, you can go to probeauty.org forward slash N-A-H-A. Again, that's probeauty.org forward slash N-A-H-A, NAHA, for the North American Hairstyling Awards. Entry deadline, February 8th. You can only enter online. So be sure, again, to go uh, to that address, probeauty.org forward slash N-A-H-H-A. If you are a uh, PBA member, um, you will only pay $55 per category. If you are a non-member, you will pay $110 per category. So it would be, uh, benefit you to become a member. I believe, I cannot remember exactly what the membership cost is, but I believe it's only $50. So um, uh, that will definitely benefit you if you are interested in um, uh, in you know submitting your work uh, for the competition. If you are a student PBA member, your cost will be $40 um, to enter. And if you are a non-student, it's $80. But I'm sorry, if you're a student but a non-member, it's $80. So again, probeauty.org for more information on how you can enter um, 
the North American Hairstyling Awards. And the ceremony actually takes place on July 29th this year, a little bit later than, la- than, la- than this year, uh, July 29th, 2018. I'm getting my years mixed up. <laughs> July 29th, 2018 is when the actual award ceremony um, will take place. The entry um, opens up December 1st. Um, the deadline is February uh, 8th of 2018. And the finalists will be announced April 29th, probeauty.org for more information on that. And join the leading uh, craft hairdresser community today. Um, HB, um, H, HB stands for Hairbrained, and they have a, um, a community for hairdressers. Hairbrain is the world's leading digital and social-based community for craft hairdressers and colorists. They exist as a no-cost space for artists, craftsmen, and educators to come together to create, inspire, and share. So it's almost like um, a social network just for, um, for hairdressers and colorists. I think that's a, a great idea for networking. So in order to do that, to join that, you can go to Hairbrained. Dot me. That's hair, B-R-A-I-N-E-D, dot me, hairbrain, dot me. And they also have um, a space for um, retailing uh, professional tools. So if you're interested in, uh, as a hairdresser or colorist, if you're interested in uh, purchasing professional tools, they also have the HB Pro Shop. It's at hairbrain.pro. Again, that's hairbrain.pro. So check them out. And lastly, uh, American Salon Magazine presents American Salon Stories. They have a weekly podcast that's hosted by American Salon's uh, Gordon Miller. It's a totally free podcast, pretty much similar to uh, what we do here at Beauty Talk. You can go on, you can listen and learn from from some of the most inspiring professionals in the industry. You can um, go on to iTunes or Stitcher. And you can search American Salon Stories, and you can subscribe uh, to the podcast there. Again, on iTunes or Stitcher, and search for American Salon Stories. So check that out. And that's all I have for today. All right. How and we'll be you back like to become like friends with benefits. I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. Our guest tonight has established herself as a leading beauty influencer via social media. She's a makeup artist. Um, She's passionate about art, and she's here tonight to 
uh, basically share her story with us. So welcome to the show, Nicole Faulkner, a.k.a. Lipstick Nick. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Hi, Hi guys. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are hey, you? how are you? Do me, do me a favor and just turn your volume up just a little bit. Oh, sure. Yeah, tell me if you guys can hear me clearly. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, that's a lot better. That's a lot better. Well, okay, thank you, great. first of all, for... It's okay. Thank you, first of all, for joining us tonight. We're so happy to have you uh, with us tonight. Why don't you start off by just sharing a little bit about what inspired you to become a makeup artist? Oh, sure. Um, I mean, I've always been into art and makeup and painting. Um, and growing up, I was very heavily inspired by uh, RuPaul and drag queens in general, uh, Jeffree Star, just very uh, transformative styles of makeup, um, and I started uh, early on. Like I remember back in, yeah. Could you do me one favor? I think are you, um, we can hear some feedback in the back. Do you have us um, playing, playing at the same time as you're speaking? Yeah, is this better? Yeah, because yeah, we yeah, need to mute your background a little bit. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Great. Okay, sorry. You know what? I'm actually on set, you guys, so I, I'm in my car <laughs> talking to you, and I have my oh, okay. side, so sorry <laughs> if, if my, uh, <laughs> my voice is a little wonky, but um, okay, great. Um, no, I was saying, um, you know, growing up, I was really drawn to um, any type of transformative makeup. I was really, really inspired by RuPaul and Jeffree Star and um, people that just weren't afraid to take risks and weren't afraid of the change and looking different, and um, I was... I remember back in junior high just playing with that and, um, you know, really starting to do, like, very exaggerated theatrical drag styles on myself. Um, and everyone, you know, used to call me a drag queen and, like, try to make fun of me for it, like, in a friendly way. Like, people were just like, oh, you know, there's Nicole. She loves her makeup. And, you know, fast forward now, it's like that, that kind of is my life. And those kind of are my clients. So kind of like, okay, you know, uh, it kind of worked out for me. But, um, but yeah, I, I think growing up I was just very, very inspired by um, anyone that was afraid to, uh, wasn't afraid to take a risk. Yes. Nice. Tell us, tell us how it all began. How, what, what was your introduction into a career as a makeup artist? Wow. Well, um, back in high school, uh, I remember doing everyone's makeup for prom and homecoming. And at first it was just like a few friends, and then a couple more people started asking. And then soon enough, like, I had my whole parents' living room filled with people that were sitting on their couches, and my mom was making snacks, and it became just like a little beauty salon inside of my house. Um, and I grew up in uh, Southern California in Corona, Riverside area. So, um, so yeah, I just, my dad was like, wow, you know, you're really, there's really a demand for you right now at your high school for makeup. So he took me to, I remember we went to Cost Plus World Market, and I bought a director's chair for the first time. And I, I, I remember those, it was like an old school car with like the, you know, now we have all these like fancy ones. But like, you know, right. the very classic director's chair with the, with the cloth, like cotton that you could like take whatever design you wanted. And I remember I got zebra right. print. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. So we set up shop, and I would start. I started charging people, and then you know, my dad really saw that I was like, "You're making this a business." And um, I'll never forget like him saying that, like, "If you treat it like a business, it will be a business. If you treat it like a hobby, it will stay a hobby." So I started charging people, and it was really just 
I had so much fun and just seeing people's faces like transform and just feel beautiful. So I was like, I want to do this forever. Like this is what I want to do. So after high school, I moved to Burbank and I went to Mud Makeup Designery over there and um, learned all the tricks of the trade and like more so like film and television stuff and sanitation and how to properly clean your kit and you know all the like essentials that one would need to know when working with a lot of different people um and mm-hmm. from there uh you know after that I started working on short films and I also got a job at Mac part-time um I was working in Orange County at Mac and just slowly still trying to grow my own freelance stuff on the side doing photo shoots and mingling with whoever I could out in Hollywood and I did a couple events at the Playboy Mansion and I started like meeting a lot of different hairstylists and photographers and everyone was just slowly referring me out Um, and then at the same time still doing my Mac thing. Um, Well then I decided that okay I need to be out in LA full time. I can't be living in Orange County anymore if all my work that I want is in LA. So I transferred from the Orange County um, Mission Viejo Max store to the Hollywood and Highland Max store. And I remember mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. everyone was like, you're not going to get hired there because it's a very like prestigious store. Like everyone that's worked there has been with Max for 10 years. And who, who am I to come in like with a year's experience? Like, hey, I'm going to like apply at this like very nice location. And, um, and they did it and they, and they hired me and they were like, you know, we love like your fresh energy. We can tell you're really passionate. You come with, you know, a good standing over there in Orange County. So, um, soon enough, I was working on Hollywood Boulevard every day. Like, if that wasn't close enough to L.A., I don't know what is. It was literally smack dab in the middle of L.A. So I, I very quickly got, like, a taste of, like, Hollywood and, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, like, right across the street. And it definitely motivated me even more. It was, like, that fuel in my tank. Like, okay, I'm here. Like, I need to make my freelance career happen. Um, but thank God, like, thank God I was at Mac because it actually ended up um, being a huge stepping stone into – um, my career because working there, I met people like Todd Call and Jeffrey Starr and so many other clients that I still work on today. I met them at that Mac store from the, just them coming into shop. So it was such a random cool thing that later on, you know, I but very massively focused my heart because it's such a huge part of my journey. And if I hadn't been there, you know, I don't know if I would have met these people or had the relationships I do. Um, but, you know, as as you could imagine, like, meeting all these people, I my freelance career was, like, slowly growing more and more, and I had to keep calling out sick from Mac. So to save face and not burn that bridge, I was like, let me just quit before, like, they fire me because I keep calling out sick and work on all these other, you know, jobs that I was more <laughs> passionate about. And um, so I'm like, let's keep it cool with them. I'm going to, like, go do my own thing. And, you know, that was uh, four years ago, and I've just been on my own ever since and still working with Jeffrey, um, working with tons of beauty brands like Morphe, Benefit, um, Jeffrey Star Cosmetics. Um, it's just been a crazy ride, and I never would have seen myself kind of going into this beauty influencer world, but now I guess I am kind of like the makeup artist of the beauty influencers, so it's such a, such a weird <laughs> spot to be in, but it's, it's been so crazy to see it all like kind of unfold. <laughs> now, Nicole, you know, back, to the, back to those sick days. We used to call those slick. Oh, God, we used to call crazy. those. We, we used to call those slick days. Slick <laughs> days. Oh. I mean, we God. we told you know, of course, when we called it in, they were sick days. But you know, we knew they were slick days because we were doing something else. Right. You know what we what we really wanted to do. 
Oh yeah, it's like and and you know the clo- my closest friends at that store like my location didn't do what I was doing, but I was like I can't, I just can't expose it. Like I have to try to keep the lie. So I'm like, oh, it's so sick. Like I'm just really sick. They're like, God, how much does this girl get sick? Like she needs some medicine. See, you like, see, you, you have medicine. to st- you have to start coughing two days early. <laughs> yeah, I'm planning out my actor, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm a great actor also. <laughs> Absolutely. So before we really get into uh, some of the things that you've done and, and that you're currently doing, tell us a little bit about how you came up, or where did the name Lipstick Nick come from? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I, well, back when Instagram was just starting, like the first year of it, I was like, I don't want to get online. Like, I don't know. I don't really. I don't know how to use it. Like, am I going to use this? I don't know. And my, I had a good friend, and she was very. You know, we have like that tech savvy friend that's like got the app and already knows how to work it all. Like the day that it comes out, and I'm like, well, I don't know what it, what it is or anything. But she was like, Girl, you need to get on this app. Like, it's perfect for artists. Like, it showcases your work. You can post pictures, and everyone's going to dive over your art. Like, you have to get on it. I'm like. I don't know, like, okay, at the time I was doing so much body painting and, like, lots of, like, face painting and stuff, because I was kind of just getting into that, so that was what I was, like, doing, you know, with my days off, and she was like, man, you have to get this out there, like, everyone will see this, and I, I had no idea where to make my name, and so I was just kind of sitting there, and I was like, what rhymes with Nick, Nicole, and so I'm, like, kind of going through every little, like, rhyming word, and I was like, oh, any this makeup products rhyme with it, I'm like, mascara wand, blush, blah, whatever, and I was like, lipstick, lipstick Nick, and it just, like, stuck, and I liked the way it sounded, and I remember my mom, and she's like, yes, it's perfect, it sounds so great, I was like, I'm like, cool, I'll to it, so everything since <laughs> lipstick Nick has just been my thing, it's, and I love lipstick, it's, like, my favorite thing in the world, but lipstick, and my hair is, I just, it's kind of my color, so I just kind of, just kind of ran with it, and, uh, and yeah, I'm still in love with the name now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Now, you just said that you were the makeup artist of influencers. You know, a lot of influencers, um, sometimes we notice, are not even makeup artists. Um, How is it that you, I'm assuming because you've kind of built up a following, but how, how did this influencer thing start for you? You know, it's kind of funny because I don't know. I think... I think that Jeffree Star had a huge role in this because when I started doing his makeup, people knew him for his makeup, and he was Mm -hmm. a working makeup artist at the time, but he was more so, like, an iconic, like, just him as a visual everything. It was all everything Mm -hmm. for him. It wasn't just about his makeup artistry. It was his whole lifestyle and his, you know, dogs and the, the styling and everything. So I think once I started doing stuff for him, it kind of opened the door to all these other people. And then soon enough, it was like Laura Lee and then Manny. And then it just it trickled on. And then working so closely with Morphe Brushes, they're so, their whole business is built around influencers. So them having such a tight relationship with all these influencers and me, you know, I work with them so closely, like doing uh, campaign uh, stuff. And I think that, it's, you know, it's always nice to have something done for you. Like, yes, these people can do their own makeup, and they've built their, you know, YouTube channels 
doing their own makeup. It's showcasing products. And, you know, most of them are not working makeup artists, but they are all artists in their own way, and they really do know everything about every product, every brand, what works, what doesn't, because they're playing with it all the time. And so I think that it is a nice little treat, you know, if they do get a big campaign they kind of saw, like, okay, like, well, you know, I, I kind of don't want to do my own makeup for this because this is like your wedding day. You know, it can be kind of stressful and you just want to relax and sit back and know that someone's going to take care of your face and your hair and everything. So, you know, a campaign day is already stressful enough and it can be hard to do, like, makeup changes on set on yourself. So I just think people felt more comfortable because they saw, like, okay, if she can work with Jeffree Star and she can transform his whole face and if she can work with Jocelyn Hill and these, like, top beauty bloggers that they were seeing me do their makeup, I felt like they were like, okay, like, I want her. Like, let, let me see what she can do to me. And it's, it's always – it's almost, like, more intimidating because these people already can do their own makeup and they have their own look. So kind of for me to come in, it's not like they don't know what they're talking about or they don't know how, how to do certain things. It's just more of, like, uh, convenience or, like, you know, they want a different take. They don't want to look the same thing that they always do. They kind of want me to come in with, like, my own little spin on it. So it's almost more nerve-wracking, but um, I think it's honestly just been, like, a word-of-mouth thing or, like, them seeing a campaign I did and then they're like, okay, like, you know, yeah, like, let's get her in for mine, like, for a different clip campaign. Or, you know, it's just it's so crazy, but it is, like, more nerve-wracking, honestly, to work on an influencer than anybody else, I think. Nice. Now, you are Emmy-nominated, am I correct? Yes, this year. This was my first Emmy-nominated year, and it was um, it was so crazy. I actually couldn't be there because I was in New York for a job, but um, our whole rest of our – it was our whole department, um, and it was actually for RuPaul Drag Race, and it was for um, nice. for our first episode of one of our seasons with our – the one lady Gaga was our guest. So it was really cool. So my whole team was there. They were, like, sending me pictures and stuff. And we did not win this year, unfortunately. But it was just such an honor to be nominated, honestly. Like, that in itself is just is iconic. And it's a bit of bucket list thing for me. So hopefully next year we can we can take the prize. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so you are you are also nominated for Celebrity Makeup Artist of the Year by the American Influencer Awards. Tell us a little bit about that nomination and a little bit about the American Influencer Awards. Yeah, so, um, you know, this award show is actually a newer one. So um, I do know that the girl um, that is started, that started it, she really just had an idea of bringing you know, all of the popularity from the beauty world online, and she wanted a place to showcase just hair, makeup, nail text, you know, anyone that is in the world of beauty in our own award show, which I think is genius. Um, I Anytime peers and myself can get together and just be in this one room with everyone that loves hair, makeup, nails, all through the beauty, I think is amazing and genius, so why not? I, I wish there was more events like this that were just celebrating us coming together, like as a as a unit. Um, yes, it's the first year. Um, it's really cool. Everyone that is nominated is amazing, and especially like in the category that I'm nominated for, it's like I look up to all of those artists. So it's such a uh, happy, like proud, kind of weird feeling, like knowing that like I'm in there with them and 
you know, someone felt as though I was up there with, with these other amazing artists who a lot of them work on, you know, Kardashians and huge A-listers, Jinlo. It's like, it's crazy. But, um, but all the, there's so many categories and they're all very specific. And I feel like they all um, represent everything from makeup to hairstyling to nail techs. Um, so it's just a cool, and, and a lot of them are like um, online uh, influencer based. So it, all of your favorite bloggers will be there, and anyone can buy tickets. I believe tickets went on sale today. I want to say, um, or recently within the past week. So um, so yeah, people can still buy their tickets to go. Um, it's on the 19th or the 18th, I believe. 18th. It's on the 18th. Um, on next Saturday. So so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really a manager and. Uh, there's supposed to be like a lot of press and uh, there's a cool ipsy pre-party so I think it's going to be a lot of fun nice that's definitely uh, something to look forward to Um, so are you going to do your own makeup for that (laughs) (laughs) what was that are you going to do your own makeup for that Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nobody, nobody does my makeup except me. <laughs> I have, uh, I have no eyebrows. I just have very specific things. I'm like, nope. But it's funny because actually, um, Linda, the owner of Morphe Brushes, I do her makeup often, and she was, but she had asked me, um, already before I knew I got nominated. She was like, Hey, can you do my makeup for the influencer awards? And I was like, Yes, of course. And then once I found out I got nominated, she was so sweet. She was like, You know what? Never mind. I want you got to be that day to be about you. Like I want you to just like do your own. I don't want you to have to worry about anybody else. And like, you know. So it's like it's just funny because it's like I'm, it's very nice. rare. You guys know, like as a makeup artist, it is rare to just focus on yourself because you're always worried about your talent or whoever your client right. is. And uh, and I think it's going to be a nice day, like a nice relaxing day that I'm just gonna, you know, get ready and go and just um, you know mingle and hang out with all these fun people that I don't really get to see every day. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Well that was nice of her. <laughs> yeah. You um <laughs> you also have coming up um a US tour starting at the end of the month. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I do, yes. So this tour um will be next year actually in the beginning uh the end of January is our first date. Um, I have not officially announced the tour yet, but I will be um, possibly in the upcoming week or so. So it's going to be really exciting. I have done something like this in the past with Jeffree Star. We did a like a, a tag team kind of tour where we went out together and we did just a little U.S. run of uh, maybe six or seven um, different states, and it was very successful. It was very fun. And I come from a background of teaching. I've taught at a makeup academy for years. And, and it's just, this is a fun thing, and I just think, like, there's so many different places. You kind of forget when you're spoiled and you live in L.A. or New York where, like, this type of entertainment beauty world matters, but there's so many other places that they don't have that, that luxury of, like, constantly being surrounded by studios and makeup stores and, you know, all this education for anything you want, you know, it's accessible here. And, um, and so I'm excited to kind of bring that, Hollywood experience and that um, Hollywood, um, yeah, like all my stories, you know, it's like that whole um, feel and that whole vibe. I want to bring that to 
these people in different, you know, states that are craving it, that love beauty, that love makeup, that want to learn something unique or learn a new uh, technique or something, or just have a question, like, how do I get out there more? There, there will be, like, a VIP package option where we will kind of stay behind after everyone leaves, and we just really dive into specifics on, you know, how to take your career to the next level. And these are all things that I'm very passionate about and that I love sharing with people. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited. And, and, you know, it's like always kind of scary going out and, you know, doing something new, but I love teaching and I, I know that people want that. So hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully we, we give the people what they want. And I know I'm going to be happy just in general, just because, Anytime I get to just hang out with makeup artists or, you know, any aspiring makeup artist, it's always, like, refreshing and that, like, fresh, you know, spirit that's um, really fit all that passion, everything, you can kind of feel it. So it's just, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Now, you said, you know, you were an educator for years. Tell me a little bit about why education is important for the makeup artist um, and, and what do you think other artists are looking for in terms of education, in terms of classes? What do you think they're looking for? Well, I think that education is so important no matter what. I don't care how many years you've been in this industry, 50, 20, or 2, you're always going to learn something new. You're, you're There's no way you know everything. And I think that when you feel like you stop learning is when you will stop growing. And with the, the changing trend, it's, it's impossible to not learn anything new. I mean, even you could just go on YouTube and look up. I don't care if this person is in their house, has no professional experience, guaranteed you will learn a tip or a trick from them. So I am constantly learning from other people, from my, even my clients. I mean, they'll tell me something. I'm like, wow, you use this like that? And they're like, yeah, I love, I love to use this like that. And it's something I never would think of because everyone has their own take on something. Now, I do think that a reason that education is so important is to learn those, those essential things such as sanitation and how to properly, you know, clean your kit and what's sanitary, what's not sanitary, how do you clean your brushes. I think that is a main key reason why people should, you know, consider professional schooling if you do want to be a professional makeup artist. But as far as the tricks of the trade, I mean, you, it doesn't matter where you come from. If you got it, you got it. And if you're willing to practice and pick up those tricks and keep an open mind, I think that's the biggest, most important part is, is just keeping that open mind and knowing that you could learn a crazy tip from somebody completely unexpected that you would never expect to learn a tip from. And, you know, even if it's something about how to organize your kit or, you know, a, a cool way to use a new product or something innovative, I think you always are learning, and it's really important to just always keep an open mind. Absolutely. So what do you think about a lot of the online um, education that's, that's going on now? You know, I have seen a lot of the online education. I think any education is great. So, you know, I, I personally do best when I'm in, in person with people. Like, I, I'm, I don't do too right. well. Um, online personally and it's even even with like YouTube stuff it can be hard for me to watch um, videos and really take the most away from it I love being in person with someone and and watching them do something with their hands or manipulate a product or seeing their little 
flick of the wrist or whatever in person. Uh, but that's just me. I'm super, like, visual and hands-on in that way. Um, but I, I do, you know, it, it's crazy. You can't deny that this online education, it's, it's there, and people are using it, and they're learning so much, and they're coming up off it. They're, you know, starting their own makeup careers with it, you know, whether it's YouTube or whether it's, like, a, a academy that has an online class. So I, I'm a big fan of any type of education. So whatever works for you, do it. Right. Absolutely. 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 Now, just going back a little bit to social media, how has social media helped uh, helped your career in your in your opinion? Oh God, in so many ways, social media has the easiest way to show a lot of people what you are capable of, and it's almost like a little mini online portfolio. So you know. In the beginning, I was really just using it to, like, hashtag and get new people to see my work. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. But I don't, I don't need them to like my selfies. Like, I want to show them my work. And hopefully there's some director or some producer that's out there that's going to see these and be like, wow, we need this girl, you know. And, um, and I think, you know, now it's kind of hard to do this because it's so oversaturated and there's so many people on it, which is great, but it, it is harder for artists, um, especially makeup artists, to be seen um, now. So I'm very thankful that I got in at the time that I did when it was brand new. Um, and everyone at that time was very um, supportive of each other and everyone wanted to share each other's work. And I remember starting and just having my work shared by so many different people and artists and brands, and, and we would all do the same thing for each other. If someone was dope, you would share their dopeness. Like, you're like, oh, hey, I'm going to, like, mm-hmm. you know, check out my friend's amazing work and tag them. And it was such a cool, supportive community. And I think it, it still is in a lot of ways, but I think it's very, like, doggy dog, like, every man for himself. Like, I'm just trying to keep my following. I don't have time to, like, post your shit. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of stuff, but, um, but and I'm just very happy that I got in at that time where everyone, you know, it was a very fast way for me to grow. I grew very quickly um, because also the work I was putting out, there wasn't a ton of it on there. Like it was pretty much not, nobody was doing face painting or body paint or anything at that time on social media. So, and, and I did have my whole map community you know, which if you're part of the map community, you know, like everyone knows of everybody. Like, and especially you get in, you hashtag Mac girl, it was like going viral in two seconds. Like everyone was, because there was very limited search options. It was like Mac makeup, makeup, body, like nobody was, you know, it was very like limited. So, you know, it was it was able to be seen by, by more people uh, faster. And, and now, you know, I use social media every day for constant inspiration. Um, if I'm in a rut and I'm like, yeah, what am I going to do today? Like, I have this, like, huge, like, thing, this huge campaign. It's such an easy, accessible way to go on, get inspired, um, see new, fresh takes on things. And, and it is an online portfolio. Like, I use it all the time. It's, it's a quick, it's a quick who you are. So it's like, hey, you know, you just artists, you check them out. Oh, okay, I see that they work with, you know, these people, new people. But it's a very clean beauty type of artist. Or, oh, I see this person works with, like, a ton of glam girls. Like, that's the type of work that's in their portfolio. So I just think it's a very cool, easy way to and remember people. Because it's kind of cool you can build your whole brand. It's like a mini website, you know, for people that don't have one. It's like you're in charge of what you put on it. You're in charge of what's being put out. 
and you can kind of build your page to any aesthetic that you want. You want it to be black and white. You want it to be, you know, mostly glam makeup or whatever. Like, you're just in complete control. It kind of reminds me of, like, MySpace, but, like, doctor. Because you yeah. can kind of create your whole vibe, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I keep telling people I wish it would come back. <laughs> oh, my God. With the music, when you can pick your, like, favorite song and yep. put it in the background. Yep, it combines it combines all the social media formats pretty much. Let me ask, let me ask you this because I've, I've always I've always wondered what other makeup artists thought about this. You know, do you think there's a certain etiquette to like to social media in general, but specifically Instagram? Like, are there things that that you th- in your opinion that you think um, that people shouldn't do, like makeup artists shouldn't do? Well, yes and no. And the reason I say that is just because it just depends on who you are. Um, if you're the type of person that is very, you're, you're known for being kind of crazy and kooky, you can get away with more on there because it's your brand. So I think, you know, I'm, and I'm constantly torn because I do walk that line of professional artists that's working in the industry on, Mm -hmm. you know, television shows and things, and then also that, like, influencer world where, you know, fans do want to see what you wore that day or, like, how's your dog, you know? So it's kind of like combining your personal life with your work life, and I always, like, I feel like I'm walking on that, like, tightrope of, like, what can I post, what can I not post? But at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like people are more connected to you when they feel like they know more about you. Mm-hmm. So I will mm-hmm. post a selfie of me and my dog or, you know, this and that because it brings, oh, people look, oh, my God, it's you. And then they, like, then they become more invested in you. So I am a big fan of, and even myself, like, if I just go through a page and I just see a makeup artist all day posting their work and I'm like, but what do they look like? Like, I don't, I need to put a face to this, this work or this aesthetic, like, you know, yes, it's great work and I appreciate it, but like I do, and again, I'm very visual. So it's like, I kind of want to see, like, I feel like you can tell a lot about someone, like, you know, just from their overall vibe and not in like a superficial way. Just, I like to see who the artist is. Like I want to see the face behind this work. So I think it is okay to post, you know, some personal stuff, but again, it, it just depends on your brand and your aesthetic and, the jobs that you're booking or what you're, you know, what you are looking yeah. for out of the future. You know, if you want to be known in the industry as like a reunion artist or something, and you want that clean cut, you know, image, then like, you know, stick with just pictures of your work or on set little like BTS things. But I think if you do want to kind of walk that social media influencer world, you definitely have to give people more of your personality and more of your personal life for them to feel invested and care to come back to right. the because they want to, people get obsessed with you, you know, it's like, we're, we're literally creating reality stars. It's like right. reality television <laughs> on your phone. So it's like, you know, you want people to fall in love with you, you have to give them something to fall in love with. It can't just be about the art, um, you know, and sometimes it is, but it, it just depends. It totally just depends on, on your personal brand. Right. I Absolutely. Agree. Nicole, what do you think makes a great makeup artist? I think personality, uh, compassion, and I would say 
being able to uh, work under pressure. So I think if you if you can do those three things, if you're compassionate, you're able to feel for your client or whatever stresses they have going on, or you know the director, the AD, everyone everyone on set is going through it on the, in their own way. So I think you definitely have to be compassionate and know that it's not all about you. That you consider of everyone's time. Um, I think personality, giving something, giving them something to remember. And, um, you know, also being able to kind of mold your personality to their, their personality. And, um, and I think that's, that's a skill that, you know, just comes over time. And um, not in a fake way, but just under, like matching their energy. So if someone comes in, you know, that's very chill, kick back a little bit. You know, you don't have to be talking the whole time and, you know, overwhelming them. I think just kind of having a good read on people and knowing how to, you know, turn – their personality sort of like not not I wouldn't say on and off but like uh, higher and lower when you need to just to kind of match right. the, the vibe and um, and I think that being able to work under pressure because um, no matter what you're doing if it's a, a YouTube video or a you know billion dollar commercial I think um, working under pressure is just something that um, you have to be able to stay calm. And um, and your energy is going to be picked up by everybody around you. So if you don't want everyone to think you're frantic and stressed out, then you can't act frantic and stressed out. You know, even if you really right. are. So I think, um, and yeah, I think all those things. And you know, there's so many other things that go along with it. But I always think, like, you know, if you have the personality, people will look past a lot of stuff. And um, you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. You can make a mistake. You know, it's not. You don't have to be perfect, but you do have to be. Um, relatable and, um, and you know, match, match uh, have a good personality that people want to bring back. Because especially, like, you know, I tour with the band as well, and um, we're, we're gone a lot of the time. So if you're, you know, essentially stuck with people on a tour bus for months at a time, the personalities better be right on there. And you've you got to be, you know, <laughs> right. people that make you feel happy and uplifted if someone's in a bad mood. You know, that's going to bring everyone down. So, being positive and being aware of how you're coming off um, to other people. Right. And, um, and, you know, I feel like positive energy attracts positive energy. So, um, you know, you'll always find, like, I've, I've had some people tell me, like, you know, what, like, what if you don't vibe with someone? Like, aren't you going to be bummed? And I'm like, no, like, if I was to work with someone and we didn't vibe and, you know, they weren't comfortable around me for some reason or, you know, vice versa, then I'm just not the artist for them. They can pick them million to choose from, you know, and, and I, that's kind of the cool part, too. It's like, I can pick my clients as well, so why wouldn't we all just kind of gravitate towards people that we that we like to work with? And because we can, that's the cool part about being, you know, self-employed. It's kind of like, you can pick whatever you want, and if it doesn't work out, keep it moving. But I'm, I'm in a good place, like, right now, where I love every single person I work with, and it's, I look forward to going to work. It, it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like we're hanging out, <laughs> making some magic. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. I think, and I think that's so important to um, be able to to go to go to work and and feel like that. You know, not dealing with the stress of trying to get along with your coworkers as well as do your job. Um, so exactly, I totally agree. Exactly. And if it's the right fit, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to try to make it work. You know, it either it either works or it doesn't, and there's nothing to feel bad about. Sometimes you just don't mesh with people, but um, I, I can't even, it's 
there's maybe been one instance in my whole life that I've ever felt like that where I was like, I don't know, for some reason, I just don't feel comfortable and I just don't like this person. Um, nothing personal, just, you know, we both kind of felt that. And it's, like, very present, like, or present, like, right from the jump. Like, okay, like, you know, maybe we're not gelling, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm such a, I'm a Gemini. Like, I'm very fluid, so, like, I try to see everyone's personality, like, uh, perspective. And um, and I kind of like you know I, I get along with almost every personality. I don't care if you're sassy, I will appreciate your sass. If you're sweet, I will appreciate your sweet. If you're both, whatever. But I, I kind of I love it all. So I think um, also just yeah, and that goes along with being compassionate and just like accepting people for who they are and like kind of just like okay, cool. Like I see how you are and like I'm gonna go be over here doing my job, you know. You have to have a lot of um, sense of self. Like, you have to know what you're personally comfortable with because you get put in a lot of weird situations as a makeup artist. Like, you might be working on a music video where everyone is just high as a kite, smoking blunt after blunt around you. And it's like, it's easy to fall into situations where you're like, okay, like, I want to be cool with these people. Like, what are my, like, what are my own personal boundaries? Like, what am I okay with doing right now? It's, it's not talking over that, like, professional, you know, barrier. So I think having sense of self and, like, understanding, you know, who you are and why you're there. Is, is your ultimate goal to be friends with these people or are you here to work? Like, you know, you can do both, but, like, let's keep it, keep it classy, keep it professional. So, you know, it, it can be hard to balance, but it just, I think it just comes with time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we know you're on set, so we're not going to hold you much longer, but we would like to ask you, what is beauty to you? Beauty to me, I think I think beauty is everywhere. I think it's, it's everything from the most complex, you know, crazy cut creases to the most simple, simplified makeup. I think it's about diversity. I think it's unique, and it's um, – kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with your mood. Like, whatever you're feeling, do that, and, like, that will be the most beautiful, like, truest thing at that point in your life. Like, I don't think you should compare your work to other people's. I think beauty is whatever you have inside of you at that point in time, and that is, like, what you're capable of right then. And it's kind of cool to, like, look back and grow from that and just see kind of how far you've progressed because beauty is always changing, and it's not perfect. It's okay if it's imperfect. It's okay if you look back at it and you don't like it. But I think it's everywhere, and, you know, it's kind of up to your own interpretation. Nice. I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. Uh, It's great to hear a little bit about um, your story and what you're doing. Please make sure Katie or Esther keeps us posted with your tour so that way we can get the information out um, to everyone. So if people want to come check you out oh, in whatever yeah. state you're going to be in, yeah, so make sure they do that. Um, awesome. Yeah, so just keep us posted as to you what guys. you're doing, and we will support and follow. I will. Thank you guys so much. I had so much fun in this. Absolutely. The time goes by so, so fast. <laughs> <laughs> It does. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah. I will be in touch. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Thank you, guys.
Goodbye. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Uh, again, we were speaking to Nicole Faulkner, Lipstick Nick. If you're on social media and you follow her, follow her at Lipstick Nick. Uh, I believe that's um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. On Instagram, I believe she's Lipstick Nick underscore. Underscore, correct, exactly. Um, but make sure you follow her. Um, she a, has an interesting story, and she's very, very talented. She works in um, in music, film and TV, body paints, um, works red carpets, um, fashion and editorial. So just all over, all over the industry, you will see her work. So make sure you follow her. Very talented uh makeup artist, and she's also a beauty influencer. I believe the first beauty influencer that I know of that's, that was already a makeup artist, not a beauty yeah, influencer. Yeah, not just that, but just so, so accomplished as a makeup artist as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we thank her for joining us. Believe, and we thank, I also uh, believe she's in uh, Local 706, the union. Oh, nice. I, I do believe that is correct. I do believe that's correct. So that's good to that's good to know. Um, again, thank her for joining us. Thank you guys for tuning in um, with us, and join us again next week. Next uh, next Sunday is but next Sunday the um, no, that's the Sunday before the holiday. Next Sunday, yeah. So join us next Sunday, same time, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll be back. Um, for, you know, with another guest next Sunday night. So everyone have a wonderful night and have a beautiful and blessed week. Night. Good night, everybody. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.